Peter targets Mario. Nintendo wants to sell you a complete experience, and EA is still swinging that heavy banhammer. All that, plus more, on today's MASHcast. Another edition of the Mash Those Buttons Mashcast. I'm Jarrett, and I'm here with senior editor and Starship Captain Rob Hill Williams. Number two, engage. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Also here with uh, uh, another senior. It kind of messed me up when you said <laughs> engage because so many things. <laughs> I'm sorry because <laughs> so many things are running through my head, including like you know Captain Picard. That's but, right. Uh, yeah, engage. I love that. But anyway, uh, yes. SS Enterprise. No, don't, anyway. don't. Okay, I'm going to put the link for that in the actual show notes, too. Yep. <laughs> <The> video. <laughs> I-, I love that every week you do these things to mess with, with Rob and I and try to catch us off guard, and Rob has completely flipped it on you. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one of my trigger words, engage. But um, anyway... The other guy you hear speaking, that is senior, another senior editor, uh, and the president of the Hair Club for Men, Nick Santangelo. I'm also a customer. Yes. <laughs> and um, this is MASHcast number 29, and we kind of messed up there in the beginning, so we're just going to get right into it. Um, Rob, what you been playing? Um, everything. No. Uh, actually, it's been a lot this week. Uh, I finished Arkham City today, which would be Friday. Actually, not Monday when people are listening to this. Um, I'm going to save my thoughts for our Versus series. But while it's a good game, I was not thrilled with the ending. But I'll leave it at that. Thank um, you! Thank you! And yeah, I'll leave that for I, the Versus series. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I want to talk about it, but I'm going to wait. Because I, I don't want to spoil it for people. And we're going to have to have a spoiler tag on that Versus series. But it, it, I was like, man, meh. Like I want to play something else now to watch this out of my watch this out of my brain, but uh, I've also been playing. Uh, I, I played the demo for Rocket Birds Hard Boiled Chicken, and that is a very odd name, and it sounds like something that would be an Angry Birds knockoff, but it's not. It's actually really awesome, and it's also got really awesome music, and it's like part side scrolling, like kind of action game. You're like this GI commando chicken who like runs around, like who's like breaking into this fortress from like these like penguin type guys and fucking killing everybody in the, in the place. And then like you shoot off in your rocket and, and you're fighting people in midair, like is the other part of the game. And it's awesome. And I want to buy it, but I haven't yet. Cause I don't have time. Um, and then NCAA football, 
12, uh, TF2, DC Universe Online, Dragon Nest, stuff I was playing last week. Um, uh, one of my friends got me a code for uh, the beta for Dota 2. I've been playing that a little bit. Um, it's it's good. I've never been like, I never really played like League of Legends or anything. Like, it's been a long time since I played the original Dota. So it's just really kind of like, okay, getting back into it. It's good. So what else are you going to say? And then Battlefield 3. That's been it. It's a long list, though. You did play everything. I did. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Nick? What you been playing? Uh, my list is much shorter. I've played a little bit of Super Mario 3D Land. Uh, I think I'm on World... Yeah, just about done with World 6. There's eight worlds to it. You know, typical Mario type thing. It's a fun game. It's fun. It's nice to see the uh, 3DS finally get some compelling original software. <laughs> you know, something that wasn't on the Nintendo 64 like 12 years right. ago or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's not great, but it's, it's very good. I mean, it's a Mario platform. They're always good. It's a lot of... A lot of Mario 3 stuff in there. and Pretty much everyone and everything in the game has raccoon tails, which we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. A little, a little. Other than that, Skyrim has just been destroying my free time. Um, like 42 hours into the game now, I think. And his life. And it's like no signs of showing down whatsoever. Uh, yeah, it, it's awesome. I love it, and it just want to go everywhere and do everything at all times. So that's the only problem with the game. There's so much going on. And I just like I constantly go out to do a quest and then I run to somebody else who wants something else done and I just get completely sidetracked and then hours later I'm like, what was I doing originally? But um yeah, they did fix the menu system up a lot, which is nice. So it's a lot easier to stay on top of things and follow where you need to go and all. So that's it for me. What have you been up to, Jarrett? Um, I also finished Arkham City. I finished it on Sunday, actually. Um, and I think it's a good game, but like Rob, that ending didn't really sit well with me. I know you liked the ending, Nick. Uh, you did. You didn't mind. You you liked it. Just liked it. Like period. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know why you guys are. I mean, we it's we can't talk about it, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, not too much, but yeah, I mean, I liked I, it. I'll just say that. Right. I didn't think it was the greatest ending ever, but thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, I did finish Batman. Um, after Batman, I pretty much immediately went to play Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I had already beat Brotherhood, but I never finished. I never played the Da Vinci uh, DLC, uh, the Da Vinci Disappearance. So I wanted to play that because going from Assassin's Creed two to Brotherhood, I didn't play that DLC, and while there weren't major plot points, you know, between the, you know, with the DLC and Brotherhood, there was still, um, some things mentioned that happened in the Brotherhood, that happened in the DLC, so, I don't want to be left out, and the, the Da Vinci Disappearance, like, it's ten bucks, and if you don't suck, it'll give you about three hours of gameplay. Um, so I finished that up and uh, had some. Uh, it had some uh, some good story, some some good plot line in it. But um, at, like that, as I beat it Monday. Cause I started playing Sunday. I beat it Monday, uh, and um, two hours after I beat it, I went to go pick up Revelations, and I started playing it uh, Monday. Oh, well, I guess Tuesday morning, you could say. Cause I went to the midnight release. Um, I'm gonna have that review out. Probably by the time this Mash Cat you actually hear, so look out for it on the site. Um, I can definitely one the one thing I'm gonna say for now, you can definitely tell that it was not planned like Brotherhood. Like Brotherhood, they planned it a year out. 
this one right. not so much. There's definitely some uh, some problems in there as you can see, but I'll, I'll I'll leave that for the review. Um, yeah, but that, other than that, that, that's all I played. I didn't even play any StarCraft. <gasps> I know. I'm tapping the vein tonight, though. That's, that's for scary. sure. After we get done with this shit, before we get done with this, maybe I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's actually doing it right now. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So that's it for games. Let's get into the topics. Uh, first things first. Uh, let's talk about Peta or Peta and uh, Mario. Uh, it was pretty big news, and not just on gaming sites, uh, quite a few places. I'm pretty sure everybody's heard by now, but, you know, PETA's latest campaign was called Mario Kills Tanuki, uh, in which on their website they had a Flash game with a, a, a Tanuki that's been skinned. You're chasing a Mario that's floating around. And, uh, you know, <laughs> according to PETA, you know, um, for those who don't know what a tanuki is, like in real life, it's like a raccoon dog, uh, you know, uh, so it does exist. But, you know, according to Nintendo, you know, by Mario, not Nintendo, sorry, but according to PETA, by Mario wearing the tanuki, you know, you know costume, it supports, fr- you know, people buying furs or using furs or some bullshit that they came up with. And I'm like, it's clearly, clearly just a, it was clearly a, some, just a PR move. Like they wanted attention, you know, that's yeah, what they Yeah, but wanted. everybody knows how violent Nintendo is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're always killing stuff. It was clearly a move for attention. Um, actually, a few days later, they then, uh, I don't want to say they retracted their statement, but they said, um, that, oh, it was just a, uh. It was a playful prank. That's what they said. They yeah. said that you know it was it was supposed to be it was meant to be tongue in cheek. Yeah, right. That's I can smell the bullshit coming from my computer right Absolutely. now. If you, I mean, <laughs> you look at just look at the image. You don't have to play the old flash game. Just look at the image. You're like, this is not a joke. Exactly. They were not. Mario is standing in a pool of blood, holding the decapitated head of a tanuki. That's a joke. <laughs> like they were like basically. I'm pretty sure, like they were dead serious, or they, well, they they might not even been serious themselves, but they wanted the attention. And now, because we got so much negative press from it, they're like, "Oh, well, it was just a joke," and we wanted to raise awareness. Like, there's plenty of ways to raise awareness without, you know, destroying Mario or Nintendo. Right. And, and they the could have weird... released, like, go ahead, go ahead, Ralph. Uh, the weird thing is that, like, you you probably like, you know, it's weird. There, I don't think, aside from people who are, like, really, really fucked up, there's anybody who's like, yeah, you know, fucking kill those helpless, harmless animals and shit. Fuck those guys, you know, like, yeah, it's fucking, you know, skin that goddamn cat or whatever. Like, it, like aside from, like, you know, animals that I guess people eat, and that's always going to be, like, a thing where there's questions about how how you handle them and stuff like that. But, like, just a random animal, like a raccoon dog, like... Getting skin for fur, like nobody's gonna be like, yeah, fuck that dog, go, go get him. <laughs> so like, so you're not gonna, and it's most people would agree with ethical treatment of animals, like, but like I swear to God, like PETA like does more damage for like the whole concept than like people who run around and just fucking kill the animals like sometimes because they do shit like this, and now you've got like the whole gaming community that's like. Are you fucking retarded? So 
now like you look bad and now you got to say like oh it's a joke we're just, we take it back it was, we were kidding it's like you got your press though and your press was bad and it's like i don't know what genius was sitting there thinking about it and thought that was going to be a good idea and that anything different was going to happen from it like that people were going to be like yeah fuck mario <laughs> other thing that really you kills me mario. yeah like oh yeah fucking that, that fucking mario guy he's such an evil bastard what a you know, like as in turtles <laughs> But it's like, dude, like, Mario's been fucking fighting animals and jumping on shit and on animals' heads and fucking popping turtles out of shells for, like, damn near 30 years. Like, he started off fighting the goddamn gorilla. Like, and then two years later was jumping on Koopas and squashing Goombas and killing every animal under the sun in Mario. It took you 30 years to catch on? Yeah. So, like, if you, even if you're going to be serious, like, that's what you're going to call out. He's wearing a frog suit in that game, too. He's, he's still doing all the same stuff he's been doing. Like, not only did you totally miss the point, even if you were serious, but you, weren't, you had to back off and pretend you weren't serious because you wanted good press, and it, you didn't get it. But I don't know why you thought that you were going to get good press from this. Yeah. You said on with the, like, the, the, the timing <laughs> is ridiculous, like, but yeah, that's why games, though that's why it's press because the game's coming out that's why that's all they well, saw absolutely, absolutely but i was gonna say i know you guys know but if some of our listeners out there are a little younger um a lot of super mario 3d land is based on super mario 3 a lot of the design and that's when the tanuki suit came out in 1988 13 years ago where was Peter then they were around <laughs> like why did they make a big stink about it back in the 80s i'm pretty sure they did not now it's just like, oh, now video games are popular and everyone pays attention. Like you guys are saying, they come out and make this like extremist, like ridiculous thing. Like there's blood dripping down the goddamn screen of the logo of the stupid thing. It's like, of course, everyone's going to notice. And but it, you know, like people are going to come out against Nintendo because Mario wears a friggin' suit that he gets by grabbing a leaf, by the way. Exactly. It's not, yes. like, he, it's not like Red Dead Redemption. You know, it's not like he pulls out a knife and skins the animal alive on screen. There's so right. many other games that actually exactly. have skinning, like, wow, getting, like, killing bears for pelts and shit. Killing, you know, just shit killing like animals at random. You can just kill animals at random and wow, like, yeah. kill little squirrels and shit. Like, like I, that's why I'm like, it's just so baffling. It's like, that's the game you pick. But, but you're, like you said, it's press. Like, it's all press. Like, because that game is coming out and because Mario is positioned as, like, this worldwide icon that everybody recognizes, you do a campaign on it, everybody pays attention. But is it the attention that you want? No. It's kind of like people who are like, I'm going to show you a big sign of a baby being torn apart. And it's like, people might agree with your views, but nobody wants to see that. You know, like, people get it without you doing that. People get it without you trying to say something ridiculous about Mario. And I think the thing that was most offensive to me as a gamer, aside from them being stupid, is that the game sucked. So, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. (laughs) Peter has terrible developers. Yeah, we give it a... It was one out of five. Can we give a zero out of five? Because, I mean, like, literally, it's just a game where you just jump over shit while, like, the screen scrolls by itself. I'm like, you're never catching Mario anyway. Like, I wonder what happens if you ever do catch him. Like, do you beat him up? Is that is that? Do you skin him? Do you win yeah. Mario skin? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Peter, yeah, swinging and miss there. They really backfired on themselves. And, I mean, why can't they just... They couldn't just stick to the good stuff, like leaving the naked chicks inside, like the plastic. Right, people pay attention to that. That seems okay. So. I paid attention to that, <laughs> but I definitely still ate meat that day. But I appreciated it, you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving on to our next topic. Uh, 
Jurassic. Well, actually, I have it here as Jurassic Park devs, but you know, the actual developer of Jurassic Park is Telltale Games. Uh, two of the developers from Telltale Games were caught meta, uh, boosting the Metacritic user score. Uh, they gave the Jurassic Park game that just came out, what, Wednesday? Wednesday, I think it was? Uh, the other yeah. day. It just came out. They Damn gave it, it uh, two perfect scores on the user on the user side. Now, the reason why they got caught was, and this, this might, you can kind of, I guess, maybe say this is Telltale Games' um, fault, Um the people who found it was GameSpot UK. The reason they looked for these people was because apparently Telltale didn't send out review copies. They sent out. They had sent out one copy at the time when the game came out, and that review wasn't out yet. But but an, like an hour after the game went up, four reviews were up with perfect ten scores from users. Yeah. So yeah, basically, <laughs> that's not shady. The, yeah, and that's what really. Uh, tipped off GameSpot, like, why are there perfect scores here? There's not even a regular, you know, review score up. So they they Googled the names of the people, and boom, right on their LinkedIn pages, uh, yeah, they work for Telltale Games. So you know, they weren't trying to hide it, you know, at all. Actually, yeah, but they also didn't identify themselves in their reviews as Telltale employees either. Exactly. So it's kind of like, it's still shady. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, they're and, trying to pass themselves off as Joe Gamer. Yeah, and, that, and if this was like, um, I don't know, Final Fantasy game or like Zelda or Warcraft, like, you know, something that has like hordes of fans that, that just love it, people go on and race shit ahead of time. I just say, it's the greatest game ever. I've never played it, but I just know it will be. But it's like really Jurassic Park. Yeah. Are fans running the Metacritic to tell the world that Jurassic Especially Park? Especially to tell people that, you know, it's a it's a mix of L.A. Noir and Heavy Rain put together, and it's great. Because yeah. of the you said that. <laughs> and it's like, no, that doesn't, that would tip me off even if nothing else did. Even yeah. if there was nothing else, that would be like, that's too much. You you just stepped over. <laughs> Didn't some, but one of them said that it was a, it was a Steven Spielberg directed Heavy Rain? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the other one, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, come on. Like, really? Like, come on. You can, you can dial it down a little bit, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, so... I remember that Triceratops that was at the head of the, um, you know, real estate scam in Eleanor, right? How can you mixed between those two games? Like, it's just... Yeah. What? To my knowledge, cause I haven't played it, but I, isn't it a QTE game like it's, a it, it's supposed to be kind of like a, a heavy rain like it's more like it it's not like action or anything based like it's more like you kind of exploring an actual storyline stuff happening but like yeah it's mostly quick time event based and things like that like it's supposed to be more thriller ish i guess because you know fucking dinosaurs what are you gonna do <laughs> but I, I don't know like but i'm like the other thing that got me the, the thing that really got me like even if like I like usually like Telltale games like well enough, and it's this is a weird like kind of move that they've made doing this. But the the thing that got me was Jurassic Park is like thirty dollars, and I'm like really, <laughs> like that's not even if I was kind of interested. No, yeah, like thirty, like fifteen. Like maybe you know what I'm saying, like, and that's just due to time. Like, would I actually play it or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know I mean, like, but at least that's more in the range of like you know what they did with other stuff, like Sam and Max. Like, you get the whole damn thing for like thirty five dollars. You know, like, and that was like six games, not that. Yeah, <laughs> not Jack Park. Paying for that licensing, baby. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what you're doing. But I, I guess the thing that really like, I, 
I, I don't know why anybody at this point, like having seen backlash from this thing's happening before, like, I mean, we just talked last week about, you know, one of the producers for Call of Duty asking people to, to go on and, and help them out on their user scores. And, you know, like that got all around. Like, I don't know why anybody thinks that like doing something shady on Metacritic is really going to make that huge of a difference in the first place. And on top of that, that it's going to go well for you. Somebody's going to find out. Like yeah, and gonna... it's even more unbelievable that Telltale's team doesn't listen to our podcast. You would know all this already. <laughs> exactly. See, you need to stay informed. Need I stay know. Informed. I know. Yeah. But apparently, um, Telltale themselves aren't too upset with what happened. First of all, they said they don't filter or, you know, or muzzle their employees, you know, internet usage. Um, actually, a quote is that it is, uh, it's being, it's, communicated internally that anyone who posts in an industry forum will acknowledge that they are a Telltale employee. They didn't do that in this case. Um, but anyway, in this instance, two people who were proud of the game they worked on posit- posted positively on Metacritic under recognizable online forum and XBLA account names. But they still didn't acknowledge themselves as Telltale employees. Right, because like that would be part of it. Like that You acknowledge the fact like in what you're saying that you're a Telltale employee, not Oh, I'm going to to make it uh, my XBLA name, and then people will go look for my XBLA name, and then they'll see that I'm a Telltale employee. Like, no, that's not that's not what that means when I read that that's that quote from them from Telltale. Exactly. That means that you would say I'm such and such from Telltale Games, but I wanted to give my honest personal assessment, and yeah. that would be it. So yeah, and so, right now the user score stands at a three out of ten. But that's and that's because the backlash. That's like, why would you think that's going to work out well for you if you go yeah. on there and you try and boost yourself? Only like and it looks more problems shady. in the long run. Yeah, it just looks shady too because it's like we're going to hold back review copies, but then there's four perfect user scores. It's not going to help you in the long run, guys. Yeah, it's just, the situation just looks bad, and you know now even if the game is good, it's going people. It's people are still going to look down on it like, oh, did they pay somebody for that review? Right. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be a question. There's always going to so, be a question. So yeah, so just learn from it. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it again. Just please, and other devs like just don't. Just don't. You Somebody know? will. No, you got to do it like the app store devs and pay other people to do it. Right. You know, pay for play, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, moving on to our next topic. Uh, Bohemia Interactive, who, uh, uh, I mean, they might, they're not the most popular developer, but uh, if you're a PC gamer, you may know uh, them from uh, Arma. Um, they... Uh, well, a statement from the from its CEO, Bohemia Interactive CEO, looks like the guy's name is Mark. Oh, sorry, Merrick Spanel. Are we all agreeing on that? Uh, that sounds right. Merrick Spanel. So, absolutely, uh, Merrick. Merrick. Let's just call him Merrick because we're on the first name basis. So, <laughs> Merrick from Bohemia. Um, he stated that his uh, their multiplayer stats show that for every three legitimate buyers, there are a hundred. Um, hundred uh, people who are playing the game illegally, but the problem with that is <laughs> basically they're counting every failed attempt as a pirated version of the game. Which is this is the same thing that Epic did when it came to Unreal Tournament two thousand. Oh, sorry, Unreal Tournament three. Every time somebody failed authentication, they counted that as a pirated version, and that's just not realistic. Like. In, in no way, shape, or form is that realistic. Especially if I'm a pirate, I have multiple keys, I'm going to try it multiple times just to see if it works. I know because I used to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
that, that's the way it works. You know, I, I, I told my story before. We have an entire <laughs> podcast about that. <laughs> but um, I'm All legit of your regular now. listeners, you remember it. Yeah, I, I'm legit now. So, you know, I've been legit for years. I've been clean for years. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I just had a huge pro- problem with that statement uh, that, you know, that mentality right there that, you know, every time somebody, you know, if you, you know, you counting a pirated version every time somebody fails to authenticate or, you know, well, doesn't authenticate properly. You know, that, that's a, that's a problem because I, part of that reason is why I think Epic, well, that and this, the fact that they were making like mounds and mounds of money with Gears of War was the fact that Epic really pulled away from the PC. I mean, they really, they didn't even release Gears of War 2 on the PC because they cited piracy as the reason. You know, but it, right when you when you when your stats are not really correct, like how, like how how like, you really there's really no way to tell how many people are really pirating your game. You know, because it'd be might, almost like if you tried to measure how many like fake IDs out there among teenagers by like how many people got turned away at the door to like clubs and yeah. bars and such. It's like well, a lot of those are the same people. Like you said, just you know. Get a new ID or something, you know. That is an excellent analogy. Like you should, you should like. We should quote that. Thank you. Thank you. We we Rob. Rob. Okay. (laughs) I was gonna say, is Rob? I put him to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, He wasn't impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I had a much better analogy. What? Somebody's trying to get beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So I'm drinking it right now. That is actually a really, really good analogy. Um, and now, on the same, I guess on the other side of that, though, I did like what they had to say about DRM. They do use DRM, but their DRM is non-invasive. Um, yeah, it's basi- not conventional. <laughs> yeah, basically the way their DRM works is if you do not have a legit copy of the game, uh, there's two things that happens. One, your accuracy is lower uh, with automatic weapons. In both single and multiplayer, and the second thing is that you occasionally you'll turn into a bird, and their words will appear on your screen on your screen that say "Good birds do not fly away from this game. You only have yourself to blame." Um. So yeah, there is actually that's how their DRM works. Like you know, you you can't aim properly for the most part. I guess I don't know how low they make your accuracy, and sometimes you're playing and you turn into a bird. Um. And that right. Yeah, that right there could, would probably stop people from playing, depending on how often the bird thing happens. Or right, because then people are like, "Oh, get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> servers and stuff. Yeah, if you get turned to a bird, especially for server admins on PC, like, oh, that guy, he he's out of here. Known birder. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, and it's funny because um, I read a little bit more on it, and you know, if you go to their forums, oh, there are a lot of people. Asking about the bird problem. Like, yeah, I was playing. I just turned into a bird. I don't know what happened. Get <laughs> <laughs> nope. out yourself. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of, you can imagine the type of responses that they get. Wow. Well, I, I, there was somebody else that did something like that a while ago, and I can't remember what the publisher's name was. I don't know if it was the same Gary's one, Mod. But Gary's they changed, Mod. Yeah, they changed, like, part of the code for, for like, illegitimate, like, for illegitimate downloads of the game. Yeah. And, it like caused an error, and they like were like, "Oh, hey, if you're having issues with this, like, let us know." And a whole like tons of people out of themselves because like it only affected pirated copies. That is brilliant. So like measures like that are f- because legitimate users not affected. So 
I'm okay with that. And I and and it's funny because like you know, even though they kind of like have this erroneous way of deciding like how many you know how many piracy attempts there were, um, their 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 mindset about DRM is is good. It's you know, it's don't punish the people who legitimately pay for your game. Like, don't have invasive DRM. You know, all the stuff that we talk about all the time, and that a lot of other people talk about. You know, don't hurt the customer that's actually paying for it. Yeah, Find make a way to fools and the pirates them. instead. Right. So, you know, their degrade uh, system, which is what they call their their DRM, I guess you want to say, but yeah. They have an, a, a, I like the the different thought process about how to deal with stuff because it makes a hell of a lot more sense than the non-working, always on battle log, every friggin' thing else that's out there for DRM. Yeah, like there's they, no justification for harassing your own paying customers who are who are doing nothing wrong. Exactly, there really is not. Yeah, and even says here that um, the way the system works is that players who do have trouble maintaining an, a constant internet connection still aren't penalized. So they don't try, like, even if you have a hacked, or, you know, a, a, a illegal copy of the game, they don't even, they don't try to stop you from connecting to their server. They don't try to stop you from, you know, opening the game and getting into a server. You know, they just make you look stupid if you do. Exactly. It's just annoying. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're trying to play, you know, actually, Arma is a pretty, to, to my, I've never played it, but, you know, to my knowledge, it's a very realistic military shooter. Like, for example, I know for sniping, not only does it have a bullet drop, you know, so you have to worry about distance, but you also have to worry about like wind speed and stuff like that, too. So it's very, it's a pretty realistic shooter. So like you know, accuracy is a huge deal there, you know, and then more than in other games. So that right there will, you know, people are like, oh, this game sucks. I'm glad I didn't buy it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Turn to a fucking bird. What the hell? Kind <laughs> yeah. of fucking military shooter is this? I don't yeah. turn a bird in a fucking car. I'm gonna fucking go download that shit again. Yeah, exactly. So I'll show them. Yeah. Stop stealing their games. Yeah. So, but this I think this sorry. Is, this is what this is the result of like a smaller, um, like a smaller developer or publisher. Like I think they're more in tune with gaming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Than let's say uh, some of the bigger the bigger guys are because you know like there's no developer probably coming up with that uh, that Ubisoft DRM you know what I'm saying he's yeah. you know he's somewhere up they can afford to piss off a few people yeah they don't want to they don't want to put it that way themselves but we all know you know Ubisoft EA Activision they piss off a few thousand people. Yeah. It's a few million dollars that'll buy the game. Well, I mean, companies There's, like that they have entire departments like for loss prevention. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah. how can we minimize losses here? And somebody in that department's probably like, "Fuck and it, they make justify stay their jobs too." Exactly. Yeah. Like, make them stay connected to the internet the whole time. Yeah, that sounds great, Bob. Let's do that. Yep. And Where, these people <laughs> may, or may not even be gamers. I'm yeah, sure some more. You know, well, in any game company, you got people that play games, yeah. but I'm sure plenty of them aren't too. Exactly. So they don't like, know. Yeah. So like, you know, the guys who you know who who deal with armor, they're like they're a smaller group, and you know. The, the the people who make decisions like that are probably closer to the games than let's say somewhere like Ubisoft or EA or Activision, you know. Um, so you know it, it I, that's that's one of the good points, you know, because now they know like, you know, well, you know, we're never going to stop the piracy, so let's just make it real, you know, difficult for them to play or make it not fun to play. Because even if you pirate something and it's not fun to play, you're not going to play it, you know. 
So, and a lot of those people who, you know, who were probably pirating it never planned to pay for it anyway. Yeah, that's the I'm thing. sure they didn't. I'm sure they didn't. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, don't really agree with the, with the whole 100 pirates per three legitimate buyers thing. I'm pretty sure that number is a lot less, but the way they deal with DRM, and by the way, the name of their DRM system is called Downgrade. For apparently, you know, apparent reasons. <laughs> so, you know, good job uh, to them for that. Uh, but we're gonna keep it moving to our next topic a little bit more, uh, a little bit more Nintendo um, that we're that we're talking about here. Um, so, for those who don't know, the 3DS is they're having an update. Is it next week or it's very soon? Very soon, the 3DS is gonna have a system update next month, I think. Next month, okay. Um, the big thing about this update is that it will allow paid DLC, you know, on on the 3DS. Um, and you know, Reggie, he had he had some words about why Nintendo doesn't like paid DLC, even though you know they're changing with the times, so they're dealing with it and they're you know they're allowing it now. But basically, he said every like exactly what I wanted to hear. They are interested in delivering a complete experience up front. That means when you put well for Nintendo, what well, 3DS games cost like what, forty bucks, fifty bucks? Uh, I think forty. Forty bucks. So you pay. 40, your, I believe, yeah. yeah, you pay your forty bucks, or even like in the case of the Wii, because the Wii has DLC, um, but I don't think it's had any paid DLC yet, which that's going to change in the future. Um, so you know, you pay you fifty bucks for a game, forty fifty bucks, you get an entire game, and if there's DLC, it's extra. That's the way it's supposed to be. You know, when you pay sixty bucks for a game. Now, if you have a game like, uh, I think it was was it Activision? Somebody or was it THQ? Somebody released an ATV game for forty bucks, and then DLC on top of that. Like depending on how you what you wanted to play, you bought the map packs or you bought the tracks. I mean that's one thing, you know, because you can you kind of get the the core game and then you get what you really want a la carte. But when you pay like you know sixty bucks for a game, you know, who wants to pay an additional ten fifteen bucks for DLC? Especially Gears of War DLC. <laughs> what you guys talked at the same time there? Uh, Rob first. <laughs> uh, I said especially overpriced DLC. Like oh we're gonna give you three maps for fifteen dollars, right? That's a good deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you say like what Gears of War next? I, I say Gears of War. Um, I mean, the DLC they've released and are releasing looks pretty good, but I mean it's obviously like why wasn't someone just in the game? Like you know, it's like very little time passes. A lot of times we've talked about it before, and all you guys know about it. A lot of times the game comes out, and that day there's DLC, and you're just like, what the hell is this? Why wasn't this in the game? And they're like, well. We spent a lot of money making this game, so we need to recoup it now. Yeah, so, That's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> yeah, this is I, I, I hate day one DLC. Can't stand it. You know, actually, for Batman, wasn't the Catwoman DLC day one? It was, but sort it was of. also if you bought the game new, it was like it was, it was almost like they're always like they're online pass basically but without being that because anybody who got it new got it day one except that they had issues with that so uh, but it was there present for anybody who bought it new it's basically to get people to buy the game new instead of buying it used which you know that's gonna work however it works but actually a GameStop 
Now I remember, but GameStop, they, yeah, which they, defeated the whole purpose because exactly. they could just print out codes for people who bought it used, and it's like they're the only ones who were really, really selling it used. So, <laughs> guess that didn't work uh, out. Nope, yeah, not on any level. So I popped in a code for no reason. So, and then people had problems with the code for no oh, reason. Oh, there were so many problems. Right, it wasn't printed. Like, so yeah, there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people got. It, the weird thing was there's so many different problems. I don't know what to talk about this too much, but you had, you know, some people didn't have the cards. Some people had two Robin cards or two Catwomans. Some people had cards with no codes on them. I had a card with a code that didn't work the first day. Once uh, there was like an update, then it worked the following day. So, uh, it was weird. Really weird. Like, it didn't make sense where it wasn't like one thing. Wait, I just They messed up. I didn't start playing it until weeks later, you know. I just start, you know, I just start playing it last week, and when I I put the Catwoman code, actually, I put all my codes in before I even put the game in. You know what I'm saying? Right. I downloaded all that stuff, downloaded, installed it all. I popped the game in. I start the game, and it doesn't have the Catwoman stuff. Like so, basically, I had to go back. I had to go delete all the Catwoman stuff, right? Like on my system where it was, go into the game. Go to the store from the game, re-download and install it, and then it let me play with the Catwoman. Uh, that's weird because I, I downloaded mine first, and in fact, I didn't even download it on my profile. I downloaded it on Katie's, but like since it was on the same PS3, because I was like, "crap, I just downloaded it. It's not gonna let me fucking play to the Catwoman DLC." <laughs> but huh. uh, when I went over to mine, like since it was on the same system, it was it let me play it. So I was like, okay, hooray. But I didn't have to do anything special to go into the store or anything. Just downloaded it and then started up the game. Nope. That's weird. Then we all had slightly different experiences <laughs> because I, like you shared, like I, I powered on. I'm like, all right, let's download this stuff. And I downloaded it. Um, the Cowboy one just wasn't working. Like I said, it didn't work till the next day. The Robin one, um, it wasn't working from the dashboard when I tried to download it on Xbox. But I, I had to go into the game and download an update first before it would work. So it was just really weird. But this, I think we've probably talked enough about month-old DLC for Batman. <laughs> yeah. Well, back to Nintendo. Uh, good job. Moving on. No. But, um, <laughs> really, though? That's, yeah. That's, that sums it up. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Nintendo... That's their their dedication to their customers and not necessarily to money grubbing is what really makes people love them. You know? And it's funny Nintendo's because they do of... so much wrong I and was they come out and say like this. And you're like, man, that's why I like Nintendo. Because you know, because at least for every fucking thing that Nintendo does wrong sometimes or that we perceive that they do wrong or that we don't like or it takes us 10 years to get a Zelda game or whatever it is. Like, when they finally release like a Donkey Kong or a Mario game or even a Kirby game, you know the shit's gonna like for fifty dollars, you know that you're gonna be able to sit there and play it for hours and have nothing but glee and joy. Yeah, you know, right. pretty much. Like the only exception to that has been Metroid Other M. And that's one game in like the past like twenty years. <laughs> so yeah, yeah like, we can forgive them. Pretty good. Pretty good for yeah. first party games. So but you know, and then they come out and say, you know, we're not, we're not trying to. And even if we have DLC, we're not even going to say that it'll be paid DLC. You know, it may be free DLC because we want to give people an upfront experience. And it's like, wow, why can't more people take that, that type of a route? And like Nintendo doesn't even sell their stuff at like sixty dollars a pop. You know, they're selling it for fifty, which is not a huge difference. But like every other company in the world, if they had to sell theirs for ten dollars less than they're selling it now, they'd be trying to recoup costs on DLC even more than they are now. 
So it's just it's just funny. I mean, well, Miyamoto made like a famous statement. It was kind of it was actually in um, regards to delaying games because Nintendo infamous for delaying their games. So he said, you know, when a game comes out and it's bad, it's bad forever. Well, obviously, the rest of the industry has figured out not necessarily, but I think Nintendo kind of still sticks to that. Like, no, we're not going to release a game that's bad and then fix it even on day one. On and the, the day we press it, it's going to be right. Right, right, and I and I appreciate that that kind of like a mentality because you still see that from Blizzard. You still see that, you know, you see that from Valve. Um, you know, you you see that with certain people. Nintendo's one of them, but like they're they're very much in the minority now. You know, yeah. they may even still have to fix stuff, but like fixing it isn't the first option. It's not like get it out the door and then we'll fix it because people have already paid for it. Like it really has gotten so bad at this point because there's so few companies with that mindset that it really has become better to wait. You know, as awesome as Skyrim is, like as, as much fun as you've been having with it, like I've seen nothing but issues. Like I'm so glad I did not get it day one for PS3 because like if your save file goes over five megs, like your game is unplayable basically. Right. You know, like there's 360 issues, like there's texture. Like I told you guys last week on the podcast, yeah, my game like, friggin' game breaking glitch in the first two minutes of the game and I had to restart. Right. And it's like, and, it, and all of those things, and it's like, and they're great games when they're patched and fixed, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And it makes a great case for like not buying a game, but a Nintendo game comes out. You're good. Yeah. Like it, really, I mean like hardware games, like it comes out, you're good. You can buy it and it'll be okay. And we need more of that. Really? <laughs> that's what that other M glitch, the one with the save file problem. That's why it was such a huge deal. The, like, so, so rare. Yeah. And the thing is like, if you didn't go back and save, which there were a lot of people who did not, you were okay. <laughs> that was the only problem that you were running into right there, you know. And like it got blown up because it was a Nintendo game. You yeah. know, first party. Usually, time. when their games do have a problem like that, it's something small. It's not that they don't, like I said, it's not that they don't ever release updates for games, but it's usually something that's like it's pretty small or it's not going to affect a lot of people, or you had to go out of your way really to find or it. Something really, really, yeah, really, really odd that yeah. was really unexpected that needed to be fixed. You know, like usually when I update a Wii game, like I don't really notice anything different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, you don't, you don't see a day one, you know, hundred issue patch or whatever. The <laughs> right. Oh <laughs> right. uh, yeah. So, a uh, good job for Nintendo on that, and hopefully they they maintain, you know, stay the course, you know. Because, like Nick said, there aren't a lot of you guys left like that. So, um, I think that was Rob, but I agree. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Rob, Nick, same. But I, I agree with Rob, so I guess that works. Those are these guys who aren't yeah. me said some stuff. You know? <laughs> That's all that matters. They're I not. Got to tune out when Nick and Rob talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, actually, a little bit more Nintendo news uh, regarding the Wii U. And this is actually, no, sorry, this is not news, this is a rumor um, that Origin could be powering uh, Wii U's online system. Uh, and that's when you throw out everything that they just did right in that other article that we just talked about, and then you start getting mad again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I have, I mean, I, like, first of all, it's a rumor, so that, it, it's, it's a very good chance that it's not true. But if it is true, I mean, like, to what extent? Like, is it going to be, like, Origin Origin and have the same Origin EULA? Is it just going to be, like, you know... Is it just a storefront, right? Just, like, a storefront, you know, Origin-branded storefront, you know what I'm saying? Not really controlled by EA, but using EA as, like, a backbone there. 
Um, also, you know, just a branding, but it's just like, oh, here's the specific section of EA games or whatever. You yeah. Know, you don't know what the extent is, but you hear that and like just bad things go through your head. But yeah, especially yeah. you so. read this quote from this supposed, you know, insider source that says EA is aggressively persuading Nintendo to go Origins exclusive with Wii U's online so they can gain a competitive advantage over Steam. That doesn't yeah. mean it's going to yeah. happen, but. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's really happening. But supposedly, if you believe this rumor, EA wants it to be only Origins and nothing else. I'm sure they would like to, but I just don't. I don't see it. I mean, like, as mad as it would make me, as if, if it was true, I just I don't see it. I don't, I don't see no turning it over like that. I don't, yeah, I don't see how them getting on the Wii U. You know, you know, being like the the online system for the Wii U would give them a competitive edge over Steam. That too. You know, like. I mean, no, I, I mean, I, I really don't. I, I don't know how that works. Like, I mean, if they're talking money wise, right? Like, if you just want a foot place in in the market, period. Like, that's one thing. But like, competitive to Steam, it's like that. That's that statement doesn't make sense put together, really. Exactly. You know, well, I think you get your name out there a little bit more, if nothing else. And your name's already out there in the. Worst oh, it's out there, possible. but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the worst There's plenty of people that play console and don't play PC. A lot of them still know what Origin is, but not everybody does. So, yeah, I don't know if that turns into dollars down the road necessarily, but same thing with any brand of advertising, I guess, which it's not really advertising. I mean, it is, but... It's all advertising. You put your name out there, it's advertising you. Yeah. For advertising dollars, I get what you're saying. But the only thing that, the other thing that's really weird about this too is that even if it is true, like it's, it's really, really limited in scope because like it doesn't help you against Steam. You're never going to get Origin as the backbone of Microsoft or Sony's like storefronts or, yeah, or networks right. like yeah. it's not they're never gonna let you it's do not that happening, yeah. so like you're really like even if you get on wii u like that's it and then you still have pc like you know what really help origin fixing their stupid eula stop having it spy through people's computers because they're so worried about losing share you know losing market share to activision or whoever else and just make the shit better yeah. <laughs> like it's stop worrying about all this but crap. you know what Another thing that I'm, I'm, like, I saw here, I didn't see, I should say, like, it only talks about the storefront. It doesn't talk about multiplayer. That's where Nintendo needs help. Oh, right. yeah. Online oh, multiplayer. Yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with the Wii store. I, I don't think so. The 3DS store, the, the 3D, everything about online with the 3DS is pretty horrific. Okay. Right, but that's their handheld. And, like, since they've got problems with, you know, with their systems as it is like i don't expect handhelds to be really really great you know like even sony's is only like passable but at least like playstation store works well enough and that's all that you really need um i i don't know it's yeah i can totally see nintendo doing this though to me this is like a a very nintendo like move i i could totally buy this because it's like then to finally realize like oh man i guess everybody was right we've been fucking up this whole online thing we better do something and then just like, hey, we did something. We got this big name and we're doing all this stuff, but it's not really what most of the audience would have wanted. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I just don't, I don't see it because there is nothing wrong with WiiWare or like their storefront. Like it really is their multiplayer and just the way that they set up their online systems. So like Origin doesn't necessarily help you with that. Like, because honestly, at this point, Origin, like, even with like with their biggest game that could have used Origin and like kind of like upped its 
ability, like upped its, you know, capabilities as far as, you know, being able to interconnect you with your friends and, you know, overlays and stuff like that. Like it has an overlay, but it's really, really freaking basic. And Battlefield 3, the game that really could have used it and made Origin like a kind of a, an integrated system with the games didn't really, it, it went ahead and used Battlelog, which means you don't even use Origin for stuff. So there's no game that is really out there right now on Origin that's like, you know, TF2 or anything else, or any Steam game, really, where it's like, oh, you can integrate your, your, you know, Steam overlay, you can still talk to your friends, you can invite them into your game, all that stuff. Like, nothing with Origin, you don't need to, because even with Battlefield 3, it's like, everything is battle log. So... Well, this is kind of what I'm getting at, though, is, like, Nintendo makes these moves where, on the surface, it sounds like, oh, cool, they're finally getting their act together, they're finally okay. going to catch up to everyone else, uh, but then you think about it, and you're like, well, well wait that a second, no sense, right. this doesn't really fix the problem uh, you know, is, this, this isn't really what we're looking for here we want to want to chat with people easily and have friends list and they, to the credit it does say that also there's rumors that that they're going to have a full-blown like friends list type thing so we'll see how the final thing shakes out at e3 when they show off the uh, the system in its final form well yeah. a much better picture you do make an excellent point, though, because they do tend to do something that's like, oh, I guess that'd be okay. And then when you realize what they have actually done, you know, right. it's like, what? <laughs> what exactly. have you done? <laughs> Everything. Con! Ah! <laughs> it's like when they go, oh, guys, Final Fantasy is back on Nintendo. And you're like, yeah, awesome, cool. Oh, it's Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and I need like 78 pieces of hardware to get the damn thing to play. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> It's it's such a Nintendo thing to take like a baby step and put a big name out there that gets everyone's attention. Step and then, take a little baby step forward and fall backwards completely. Yeah, but this isn't confirmed, so you know, it, like you said, it's just a rumor. It could all turn out to be false. Could be partly too true, partly too, partly true. Uh, maybe Steam gets in there too, or maybe it's just some partial origin thing, and Nintendo has this overarching system that really runs everything. Because at the same time, it's kind of hard for me to believe that Nintendo would just hand over the reins, basically, to EA. You know, they're very protective of their stuff. Yeah, I mean, they are. That's, you know, that's why their stuff is usually really good. <laughs> you yeah, know, complete so, control. Sorry for that whole online thing. <laughs> yeah, except for the whole online thing. <laughs> like their games, you know, they yeah. get, because they're single-player experiences mostly, like, they don't need it. You know, it's, it is very much about you and sitting down and being able to play that game. So, If, if Nintendo actually took online seriously, it would be good. It would be. Well, they could, uh, they like, clearly don't. Like, you can tell they, they do not take online seriously. Oh, obviously. Yeah. It's not even like they're trying you know, and just like not doing well, they yeah. just don't care, dude. Like they, yeah. if That's they did, they're focused. Exactly. So, but we'll see what comes from that. I mean, I really, I honestly, I just don't want Origin involved with the Wii U store at all. Yeah, because that Origin stuff that's not in question yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. So, uh, but actually, we're gonna kind of segue into just Origin now, away from Nintendo and just Origin. Beautiful um, segue. Segue, segue, segue. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's what I was getting at. There, everybody? See yeah. what we just did there? That's what I was getting at. You know, there, that, there is something that's not in question, and it's that Capcom is now backing Origin, you know, because we're hearing about third parties now jumping over to Origin and actually supporting it. Uh, THQ and Warner Brothers are also following up, but, I mean, what, Super Street Fighter uh, Arcade Edition is already on it? And Dead Rising 2. So, 
some pretty big names there. Mm-hmm. And it looks like THQ, <laughs> THQ and Warner <laughs> Brothers are also joining the fray. You know, looks like EA is trying to you know, raise some flags in this war against the secret war against Steam. Yeah, <laughs> even though all these all these other people that are joining them are on Steam too, so yeah, they're just, yeah. They're just putting their stuff in more places, really. Pretty problem. much. I mean, I don't think this is going to help Origin at all. Like, <laughs> the thing is, it'll be different if you were if 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 people didn't know Steam existed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody, Jared. I hate those saying it that way, but. You know, if you were trying to, if you were on like a console, right, and Steam and Origin came out on the console at the same exact time, you know, right, uh, EA, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, exactly. But you, you, you have a PC platform. The entire PC community knows about Steam. I mean, if you, if you do not know what Steam is, and you tell me that you're that you're a PC gamer, I'm gonna call you a liar. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you lie, sir. You said that's you, fair. Thank you. I mean, like, the thing I, like, I must never play PC games, and I know what Steam is quite well. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, Steam is, is massive, and everybody knows Steam, and Steam is good. Steam is great, and Steam doesn't try to steal your information. You know what I'm saying? Steam doesn't have a whole Ask lot of bad press. 28 brought to you by Valve. Yes. But <laughs> 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 you know what? Like, um, even with uh, the hacking that happened on, on with Steam, actually, it was Steam forums that got hacked. There wasn't even a whole uproar about that. Like, you know, people were concerned. They had questions. Valve addressed. We all moved on with our lives. You know what I'm Which saying? Which is weird, actually. And not to, not to totally sidetrack, but this is quick. Considering the fact that almost every Steam account has, uh, like, a credit card attached to it, like, I would figure it actually would have been a bigger deal because there technically was more data at risk than with like uh, you know millions of redundant like Sony accounts you know that and a lot of them that don't have uh, credit cards attached to them. But it, but again, Steam like it's got a reputation that you know like people just check their stuff and everything's okay. So they're like, okay, well we're good. Exactly. So they just life moves on. Like and it's it's just weird though because it's like you know there were maybe what. 10 million cards at risk from the Sony hack. Yeah. And like, it would probably be more around 30 with Steam because of accounts that, you know, pretty much every account has a card attached to it. So it's just weird, but that's, that's what reputation does for you sometimes. But yeah, the thing, like they have a reputation of taking care of the gamers, taking care of the community, taking care of their customers. So like when I heard it, like when, for example, like the PSN, the PSN thing, I'm kind of like, Oh God, here we go. (laughs) Sony's going to cover their ass and I'm going to be broke. And you know, (laughs) (laughs) but Valve doesn't do that. So it's, you know, it's just different, but yeah. So, I mean, like that, just using that as an example alone, like, that shows what like EA is really going up against right now. Um, it looks like uh, Origin has about five million users. Or sorry, the five million people have installed Origin. Okay, but you know that that one user just died right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm not even gonna ask which one of you drop that, but okay. Let's that was not me. That was Gabe Newell when he heard how many users now have Origin. 
Oh, did he drop it because Jared's he was laughing too hard? He dropped a penny in their wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to make at least one game duel in Jared's basement. Reference Jared's every podcast. Yes, they'll eventually put the pieces together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, Origin has five million installs. Okay. Um, and that's just people who installed it. That's not necessarily active users. Right. Um, by comparison, Steam oh, has thirty. Million. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, Steam has thirty-five million uh, customers. Okay. Um, yeah, the thing about Origin is the fact that so many so many people are using Origin or have installed it primarily because of Battlefield. Yeah, people aren't just installing Origin to install Origin. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Even though I do know, actually, no, she didn't install Origin. I was going to say, I know one person who installed Origin because when she went to update The Sims, it told her to update to Origin. Right, because they probably, if they got it online or something through the year, yeah. then it's going to tell you to update. But. Yeah, but she she she, she uh, heeded my cry and did not. So, <laughs> she, she I've, I've saved her. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, 5 million of pretty much, in my opinion, forced installs to 35 million, you know, even though I guess technically speaking, I was forced to install for Half Life. That's yeah, but like how many more, you know? But most people who really went on to get Valve games like Half Life download Steam first and then get it. Now, if you get it from a store or something, yeah, you got to install Steam. But how many people do that? You know? Yeah, I mean, like maybe you know, a few years ago, different story, but yeah. it was also the only kid on the block too, really. So. Very true. And there hasn't been that many games that required, you know, right, Steam. Besides, Valve. besides Valve titles, yeah. even though AVP did uh, did require Steam. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. And actually, doesn't the I think um, Call of Duty uses Steamworks too? Interesting. The Modern Warfare Three. You got it for con? Did you get Modern Warfare Three for console or PC, Rob? Console. Actually, it doesn't matter any because you have Steam already, so you wouldn't be able to tell. Right. So I'm not sure if anybody's listening to this and never had Steam before and bought it for PC. Which, if I, if you, if you exist, you are the unicorn, sir or ma'am. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would like to know, like, if you had. I'm pretty sure it was required for Modern Warfare Three that you install Steam. But you know, the thing is, like, the bulk of the Steam users are people who probably downloaded the service separately. You know what I'm saying? Thirty-five yeah, million people, people weren't. Are. Yeah, weren't for, forced to install it and now just have it on their PCs because they have to use it. People actually like using Steam. I mean, how, I w- that's what I want to see. I want to see how many people are buying games on Origin versus doing retail installs. Right, yeah, because if you pick up, you know, Battlefield and take it home, you got to install Origin. Like, it's not a choice. You know, it's... I, I don't... Like, I would like to see that data, too. I mean... <sighs> You hear that data? Get it for us. Thanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's odd because I'm not going to say that Capcom and you know THQ and Warner Brothers backing Steam it does not it means nothing, or backing Origin, I should say, means nothing. Because, like, okay, EA definitely has like an uphill climb against it. I don't think it'll ever down Steam. Like, it'll never. I don't think it'll ever beat Steam out. You know, like, if anything, I think that Origin eventually, like, kicks the crap out of Impulse and, you know, other other portals like that, you know, and becomes, like, the big second-place guy, but but very clearly second-place. Um, I think that's all that ever happens. But, like, it still has enough hill climb to even get to that point. But, like I've, like I said before, like, the 
the biggest problem is that like EA is acting like big evil. You know, they're acting like big evil corporation about all this stuff with Origin lately, and I think that more than anything is the biggest problem. If you spent half as much energy on Origin, making it like as user friendly and you know as people you know as people wanting to access it as Steam is, like you you do a lot better. You'd be doing a lot better already, but you know, having it snoop through computers and all the issues that it's having that, and then like not really having like a really decent selection of game. You're not really having sales. You're selling stuff like way, way too high a price. You're, you're selling it like as if it's in a store and that's part of the problem too. Like nobody's going to want to go download, you know, Sims three because you know, it's still $50 or something, you know, that's, that's stupid. And while you occasionally run sales, you don't run anything like steam sales and you should be. You know, there's there's other issues involved and I don't think it has much to do with, you know, oh well, Steam's got this huge install base. Like it can be overcome, but you need to be smart and right now they're not being smart at all. Like, yeah, you're getting people on board, but those people are still on Steam. So that's not that on its own is not going to change anything for you. You need to look at what the real problem is, basically. <laughs> yeah. And they're not yet. Not yet. Well, maybe if they actually get serious about, you know, taking on Steam, they'll they'll you know do the smart thing. I th- and I think strong number two is eventually where they'll end up when they get their heads on right. But like right now, you're even screwing that up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, EA. Yeah, there's uh, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think EA like uh, they're one of those companies that once they kind of see things are in trouble, then they'll take action. But for right now, they're just gonna stay the course. So eventually we'll see. I mean, the biggest hurdle <laughs> is that EULA, man. Yeah, <laughs> the you know, the the way Origin is and that EULA. Like yeah. That if you fix those, like I said, you spend half as much time making it a better experience. You don't have to worry about doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you're so worried about covering your back because you're a big corporation, then yeah, yeah, that's so, what happens. And that leads to me not buying games on Origin. Yeah. So, but uh, we uh. Not done with EA. Not done with EA. We got one more piece of EA news. This is actually also um, regarding Origin, but more so the forums. Well, not the Origin forums, but the EA forums. A couple months back, uh, there was an issue where Douchebag gets a forum banned. You know, for violating the forum rules. I hate that guy. Yeah. But the problem was the fact that he was also banned from accessing his games. Games he paid for. Games he paid for. So there's a couple couple problems with that. First of all, he paid for the games and now he can't access them. That's that's problem number one. Problem number two also shows that your form accounts are attached to your actual game accounts, um, which is a which is a big deal. Uh, the difference between like you know Steam and, and and EA forms in that in that aspect, you can have a Steam account and not have a forum account. You know what I'm saying? Actually, your forum accounts and your Steam accounts aren't really 100% connected because they ha- they have separate passwords. But I don't know for some reason they have credit card. They share credit card data. I don't understand why that links together. But in terms of accounts, the actual accounts are separate. Okay, um, with 
origin, I mean, if your form account gets, you know, for example, well, I should say with Steam, if your Steam form account gets banned, your game account doesn't get banned. But with Origin, if your form account gets banned, your game account also gets banned, so that means that they're linked together. You know, it's probably the same username and password, period. Um, there's a couple, also a couple issues. Uh, well, I'm sorry, let me finish up with that story. Uh, back when that happened a couple months ago, EA said that it was an error. And it was going to be fixed at the end of that week. But that was months ago. And actually, there's been a couple more bans. Uh, people, more than a few. But people have been reporting uh, that, you know, when I my forum account got banned, I my game account also got banned. One of the biggest complaints is that the forum rules aren't really clear on what's going to get you banned. Like, there's things like, you know, some guy talking about teabagging another player and, stuff like that so he gets banned okay whatever but there's been other instances where a guy quoted another person's forum post and all it said was it said had used the word e-pain and he yeah, got and banned. they got the ban hammer too that's it, a little much yeah so there's no there's no steady base on what's actually going to get you what, what constitutes a ban um so ea had uh some statements so this is to rock paper shotgun uh, so the first statement was, was uh, you know, with with every game and EA, EA oh, sorry, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> with every game and service EA offers, we take satisfaction of our customers very seriously. We discourage cheating and strive to maintain a high level of integrity in both our games and our forms. Therefore, we sometimes violate our terms of service. Oh, sorry. Therefore, when someone violates our terms of service, we are forced to take actions that can include uh, suspensions and other measures. We do not take those decisions lightly. However, the integrity of our services and the satisfaction of our customers require a clear set of rules. Okay. That's great. They recognize that they actually need to clear up, you know, what their rules are and what can get you banned and all that stuff. Uh, Second statement is that, uh, we have listened to our customers and are planning a policy update which will include more equitable rules on suspensions. We want to make sure the time fits the crime. As with all technology updates, these changes take some time to implement. Meanwhile, we urge any user with any questions about suspension to our policies, please contact blah, blah, blah. You know. Um, my thing is, they totally did not even address the fact that your forum account will get your game account banned. Oh, you know, under no circumstance should me getting banned in the forum, you know, stop me from playing a game that I purchased. Especially if they're not going to warn you about that. Yeah, exactly. You should be doing it to begin with, but it's like twice as bad if it's not even in in the um, or the guidelines or the rule book or whatever terms yeah. of service, whatever it is. Yeah, so this is like a, a, a double bad where, first of all, you don't even know what's really going to get you banned or not. Um, some playful banter between you. Let's say you make, you, you make a friend in the forums, you know, and some playful banter or whatever, or some joking around, and your forum account gets banned for 72 hours. Now you can't play games for 72 hours. You know, and with the way this stuff works, unless somebody makes a huge fuss about it, you know, if it gets put on Rock, Paper, Shotgun, or Kotaku, or Mash Those Buttons, you never know. Um, if you get, you know, they may unsuspend your account, but they, other than that, they'll probably just draw it out until the 72 hours is over. 
and even if you call like customer service and complain about it and stuff, like there's been lots of reports where like they get gibberish back for like as far as what the reason is or you know just non responses or no help whatsoever, you know, from like like nobody's gotten any help from customer service because customer service probably doesn't know either. If you're getting from somebody that high up saying like, oh, we need to clarify, like, well, obviously, like nobody beneath them is really really going to know what's going on either. And they don't <laughs> because nobody can get any help from them. So yeah, you just have to wait it out and forget if you get permaban, like you're pretty much hosed. Yeah. Like really hosed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, this is just another reason why, or uh, another recipe for origins disaster. <laughs> I just say, you know, uh, like why go through all this when you have other services, not just steam, I mean, direct to drive, impulse, gamers get old, game, yeah, get old games, and a whole lot of stuff. Just at least they're trying to do anything. something about it. But this is like this should have never happened to begin but with. But you know what's stupid about this though, and and it's and it's funny because like this didn't even start in like March this year, really. I mean, like it's it's been more reported on, but like this started back in 2008. Three years right. that you don't have an idea of what. At like what form activity one way or the other will get you banned and also that you know like oops like it's not supposed to ban your games because they've made statements about that multiple times and yet here it, it still is like there's that's like bigger issues at play you know like and legality aside which I'm sure like if they really were like you know what when we fucking drop the ban hammer on you you will fucking feel it you won't be able to play shit we're gonna ban hammer you so hard that your grandmother's gonna feel it while she's playing sims on fucking facebook <laughs> <laughs> like if they wanted to do like you know wrath of god ban hammering like that you know for really ridiculous shit then great you know I'm sure people would be like oh that's fucking justice and shit going right there <laughs> but you know in, in the cases that deserve it but you know, legality, you know, they probably can't. <laughs> you know, people paid for the access to those games, you know, just because you got banned off a forum which is unconnected to it doesn't mean that you should no longer have access. So I'm sure that, that they don't intend for people to lose access, but just come out and say, like, we don't know what the issue is, we're working to fix it, not... It's three years, and we're still trying to figure out what will and will not get you banned, and you know maybe or maybe you won't lose your access to your games and waffling all over the place. Like it's just silly to me that three years, and it's funny because the first thing that happened in two thousand eight was that a moderator basically threatened people and said that, like if you if you cross a line like and get banned from the forums, like you will lose access to your EA games, and then turned around and said like no 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 I was just kidding that's not right you know like I, I, it was a misunderstanding. But he was right, and he's still right three years later. <laughs> so. Exactly. I mean, at this point, it's very clear that they this is how they intended for it to work. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's very clear this is how it was intended to work. And Not backpedaling, I think, but well, the thing is, like, they, have, they still haven't fixed it. Mm-hmm. How they still haven't fixed it? I mean, how much money do you pull in, and you mean to tell me you couldn't fix this problem over three years? Right, you couldn't take the forums off, you know, offline for a day or something, and fix the issue if it's, if it really is some kind of connection error, like between the accounts that's not supposed to be there. Like, do something, you know, like it it can't be that hard. But I think that it is like they intended for this to happen, and now they're like, you know, well, now they've been caught multiple times, and now the issue is getting bigger because you know you you got people yeah. with Battlefield and all that stuff getting banned and all that what whatever. And now more people are complaining about it. It's getting on new sites. 
and now it's suddenly like, whoa, we're going to review it. No shit. (laughs) And this is why, like, I mean, because it's a shame because EA, well, they're a large publisher. They make, they have so many awesome games on their belt, but stuff like this and the whole, the, 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 the origin EULA and the fact that they've tried stuff like that before with like the original, well, not original, sorry, but like Battlefield 2142 with the whole, you know, we're going to, Search your computer for marketing stuff yeah, thing, right, yeah. like the, all these things combined, and I, it's not just me. A lot of people, it's pushing me and a lot of people away from their services. Yeah, you don't want to deal with it because you you don't know what you're gonna what you're gonna end up with. You know, even if you know, even if you stay away from the forums entirely, which is by the way, right now that that is the moral of this story in particular. <laughs> yes. Don't go on their forums, like really, because really, what are you getting out of the forums anyway that you can't get somewhere else? Because it's not worth you doing something random like quoting somebody and getting banned and losing access to all your games, and then waiting six months or a year for or another three years for EA to figure out you know what's wrong. <laughs> so. You know, don't go on their forums. That's that's the moral. But just I don't know. Uh, it's just strange to me. Yeah. Just, the, the whole way that they're handling everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's the <laughs> big companies don't see people; they see demographics. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. It sucks. <laughs> At least that's what it feels like. Steam feels they they, they see people. <laughs> Yeah, and they are still a company, so like you know, don't ever think that you know oh, they, yeah. they see you as anything more than a customer. But they do. But but they know that keeping you happy, keeping you you know wanting to come back to their service, which means treating you like more than just a dollar sign, you know, is important. But you know, all the people get pushed away from everything, you know, get pushed away from EA as you know the services and stuff like. And you you don't know what you're ending up with. You don't know. You 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 could get you know EA. That's you know we're we we aren't going to put out NBA Elite because it sucks, guys. And that you're okay having NBA 2K11 because it's a good game, and we'll bring Elite back when it's ready. And you're like, man, way to go, John Rodicello. Like that's awesome. Like way to actually like give a crap about your customers and you know what kind of experiences you're putting out there. And then you know Origin comes along. Yeah, it's like they could, it's kind of like Nintendo, I guess, in a in a strange way. You know, yeah, like, it's like they do something, and you're like, man, that's that's gay. I kind of like you guys. You're better than fucking Activision. And then they do something else, and you're like, why? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> much. What is your much. problem? Because <laughs> you have so the thing is you have so many divisions doing so many different things. Yeah, one hand doesn't know what the other one is doing. Exactly, or they do, but they have different heads and yep. head, head A. He's he, you know. He's like the good guy, and Head B is the evil guy. Yeah, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so. But, uh, yeah, that, that kind of sucks. But, yeah, uh, we're going to. Well, let's end it on that note <laughs> in terms that of. Depressing as note. <laughs> we gotta yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah, I had it organized differently before, but the flow really just wasn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going to end, I was going to try to end on the Nintendo stuff. Like, not the Nintendo stuff, but the, uh, the whole Nintendo saying, you know, we want a complete product. Because I don't leave people in a good mood. So think yeah. about that, guys. Think about the good yeah, times. Think about, think, yeah, think about how Nintendo wants you to have a full game and not, yeah. not try nickel and dime you with DLC. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's, 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 that's something to be thankful for this week. Oh. <laughs> Look at Nick. Look at Nick. So, um... Giving week, what's coming out? What do we got coming out next week? Anything? Are we done now? <laughs> Is the Skyward Sword coming out? 
Is this Scott Wood's Sword this Sunday, or is that next Sunday? Uh, it's this Sunday, but since this won't be up till Monday, yeah. it'll be out on yeah. Monday. Yeah. People hear this. I'm already yeah. playing. I'm playing it right now while you're listening to this. <laughs> hey, it's uh, that. I mean, that's it. That's that's it. That's the end of the game. The the holiday game season. Weird. Yeah, like it's like uh, it's weird how fast it passes too. Because like two weeks ago, it was like Jesus Christ. There's so many fucking games. I'm not. I haven't even gotten to play half of them, and I'm dealing with other stuff. And then this, you know, now we're you know. Uh, two weeks removed, and it's like okay, there's no games. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. silent. And now I look, I look to my yay. Oh, not that exciting. Yeah, I look to my backlog, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's time. Right. So like, it's like all it really does is give you time to catch up. And I, and again, it makes me wonder why they just can't space out games better. But you know, <laughs> Christmas time. But you know what? The funny thing is, like, usually like, with ga- the only reason I beat Arkham City and Infamous so quickly, and even Assassin's Creed now it's so because quickly, because of the Versus series. <laughs> yeah, because of the Versus series and Assassin's Creed for the review. You know, right. usually those games, I, I, they, I stretch them out because I have so many games to play as it is that you know I, I kind of get, I, I kind of stretch the stuff out. So, right. and they're good. Right. Experiences you can stretch those out over multiple plays instead of like just trying to run through them all at once, you know. Yeah. So, but even though I will be replaying Infamous Two, uh, as as Evil, so because that game is awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick that up and play it too to get ready for the Versus series, but also to just make myself feel a little bit better about how Batman ended. <laughs> uh, you guys really when that Versus series come out, you want to you will want to take a listen if you've played you know played those games or you don't care about spoilers with one or the other yeah. <laughs> because it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, we record that this Sunday and it'll be out on the 29th. So. Um, just look out for that. We'll let you know for next week too. Um, we still haven't decided yet, but more than likely you're probably going to have a special edition for the next Smash Cast because you know it's Thanksgiving and all. Um, we've got family issues, <laughs> so well not family issues, but family stuff to do. Uh, so we, we usually record on Fridays. That's really not going to be able to happen. Plus, it's Thanksgiving week. The only news you're probably really going to hear about. It's probably not going to be a big news week, and watch it be a huge news week. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Microsoft releases everything on the Xbox 720. <laughs> you know, it's like, now. Oh my God! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, something huge is going to happen because I said that, but, um, yeah, we're, we're trying, we're thinking we're going to do a special edition so you can have, still have a match cast, which will be on the 28th. Uh, just not, maybe not a news match cast. It's not going to be like last time where we kind of had stuff recorded beforehand and, you know, put it up. It's still, it's actually going to be pretty fresh, a fresh new topic. No cheap tricks. Yeah, no cheap, cheap tricks. Time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not glitching through our way through it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, uh, that's that's gonna end it for us. Did um, we have a question? We had a question last week that nobody answered, so I was gonna leave it alone. I'm not bringing it back this time. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> not bringing it back. This is this what time. happens. Look, you know, they made the Jared monster angry. A- answer the question, or the question gets it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like we had one person respond for the last two weeks, Wookie BH, and then you know he, I guess he lost hope. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he, you always he, usually have one person swoop in, but yeah, nobody had an answer this week. I guess, I guess maybe you know, dedicated handheld gaming really is done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe. Nobody cares. Maybe our questions just suck. I don't know. It's a possibility. If you guys missed the questions, we're now going to be out Wookie's home phone number, so you can call and complain. <laughs> <laughs> he did not save the day this time. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So glad he didn't leave that for us. <laughs> so. But um, Just contact Rob and tell him if you're pissed. Yeah, like, hey, I want my questions. If you back. want the questions back, let us know. But you know, you got to respond. You got to give us some answers. Otherwise, you know, we don't we don't even think about giving you another question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but we'll give you a break. It's Thanksgiving. We'll give people a break. Maybe coming back after the break, people won't answer the question. It'll be it'll be a good time. You know, life will be wonderful again. And there you go. Taking a holiday breather. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like I said, that's going to end it for us here. Uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash smash those buttons, uh, facebook.com slash smash those buttons, twitter.com slash MTB site. Uh, as Rob mentioned, he is looking forward to hear from you if you have any questions, comments, Once concerns. again, that was me that mentioned something and you gave him credit to Rob. Hey, I don't have time to remember all this stuff, okay? <laughs> I'm too busy podcast directing here, okay, Nick? The other time was actually the other way around. Yeah. I know. I even now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man, so much pressure. So much pressure. So I'm going bald. Hey, he's gotta he's gotta like, you know, tell people what the topics are. He's gotta keep time. He's gotta come up with names for us. And that all that by itself, it takes up a huge amount of his time trying to figure out those names so he doesn't screw up and we don't completely make fun of him the whole podcast for it. So yeah. you can understand why he's a little under pressure. He doesn't want to remember all these things. Uh, I'm cracking under the pressure, man. <laughs> It's happening. It's going down. Yeah, but uh, yeah. That, like I said, that's that's it for us. We thank you for listening, and we always want to hear from you. So you know, comment on the on the post or comment on SoundCloud, Facebook. Hit us on Twitter if you got questions. Whatever. We don't really care. Just talk to us. <laughs> um, I would like to before we go. Uh, last thing, you know, being community manager person for a second, I'm going to put that hat on. Um, aside from hearing from you guys, which we'll always love to hear from you, community at masterslebuttons.com. Um, I want to give a big thank you to everybody on Twitter because uh, we had the Ignite contest and that was a really big success. Uh, guys on Facebook, not so great because we had to take your codes away and give them away on Twitter. And, you know, we're not going to do any more contests on Facebook anymore until you guys get your game together. But uh, Twitter, guys, thank you very much. You know, a lot of, a lot of really... You know, everybody really responsive, and you know, even with my random silly questions, uh, everybody was very good with that. So, you know, thank you guys for participating. You know, we'll be doing it again sometimes when we get some more codes, and uh, hopefully, you guys are all enjoying the Ignite game that you got. So, yeah, yeah, thank you. Well, yeah, definitely. Thanks for participating, and we'll try to get more free stuff for you guys. But that's going to wrap us up here, so uh, thanks for listening, and you guys have a good night or day whenever you listen to this. Have a good one. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Ta-ta.